Hey everybody, it's Friday and guess what? It's Christmas time and boy do we have a gift for you on this Friday. Welcome into Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. <coughs> Check it out. So before I go any farther, I just have to apologize. As you can tell, I'm battling something here today. My my voice is not my usual solid gold radio voice. Um, <laughs> solid gold. And you know, I've been thinking, you always wonder where you catch these bugs, right? I don't know if you ever guys ever wonder. I always wonder, like, man, where did I get sick? And then I'm like, yeah, I talked to this guy, and he was coughing the whole time he was talking to me, and yeah, it must have been him. Well, I got thinking... It must have been that Biblos mug. Oh! Do you suppose there oh. was something on that mug? Hey. Do you th- I, I, that's the only thing I can think of that was different. Wow. The, the Biblos bug. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so if we're going to go dad jokes, I was going to say Biblos is going viral. <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you're going to have to just put up with my voice today. Um, yeah, my ears aren't even working properly, so I hope I hope I sound okay. And if I don't, well, the good news is I'm not going to be talking for the whole show today, so that's... Oh, good. So we're trying something new today. We're going to do something different. Okay. Uh, I even thought maybe the producer could read a review, but I'm not sure he's up for that. Um, I don't know how to read. Um, I don't need pictures. <laughs> You know what? Let's do it. Here, here's the review. Right there. Read that top one right there. Let's hear Let's hear the producer. It's Christmas time, right? Merry yes. Christmas, everyone. Yes. So here's a gift. A gift for you is the producer um, reading a review. That's his gift number one. We have a oh, few. Right. We have a few for today. We have a few. A few yeah. gifts. A yes. few so gifts. we have a review <clears throat> titled... Is it, is it a five-star? It is a five-star review. Okay. okay. It's Adventures in Odyssey. Mm. Oh, dot, dot, dot. Good. Who? Question mark. Mm-hmm. I never thought there would be a day when we would choose something over Adventures and Odyssey. Oh, mm-hmm. whoa. All right. The kids and I are finally, quote, living right, unquote. My husband is thankful. <coughs> All kidding aside, we love Kingdom Speak as much, maybe a tad bit more than Adventures and Odyssey. Come on, Eugene. And who's it from? Uh, John and Jen Howell oh, via Apple Podcast. How about it? Come how on. about it? Let's say amen. No, we just said amen to that. Hallelujah! Harlow Doyle, take the back seat. Producer Randy's coming. I'm a crying Brian Dern kind of guy, <laughs> especially today. Coming to you, yes. yes. Crying Brian Dern. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple comments on YouTube, pretty good. So one guy just says, "Nice one, Pastor." You see that? It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. You, you know that was nice. Landed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listening to Keenan speak is like having free college courses. Hey, hey. Yes, you know, he's not bad. It's hey. actually, uh, uh, if only we had like material on Kingdom Speak that was in like course form, mm-hmm. like topical wonder, seasons. Yeah, I wonder if it'll always be. That would be a good idea. I wonder hey. if it'll always be free. Something to think about. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, someone neat. else said, uh, wow, you just don't know how much I needed to hear this. Um, and then somebody, of course, said, it's the whistle at the end we miss. An yeah. ode to the old yeah. music. Yeah. Um, there's so many good comments on here. Love our elders. Everybody loves the Bishop series. 
thank God for bishops. Um, so yeah. Anyways, it's Christmas time. Can you guys? Okay. And we always say this, but do you guys believe or not that it's Christmas time? It is. Have you have crazy. you dropped the pumpkin spice lattes? Like, are they gone now? What yeah. are you picking up the? Yeah. So this picking up I, the peppermint I mocha. Ma- I know. I made the switch this week. It was a creme brulee latte at Starbucks this week, ah. um, and the chestnut praline as well is pretty high up. At home. Uh, we we do the eggnog lattes, steam the eggnog. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> now that that uh, it's I good. Be, yeah, it's good. I may be able to do it's that. It's good. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of nutmeg on top. Uh, I don't do the whipped cream or anything like that. It's sweet and it's rich, but boy, oh boy, it's just the taste of Christmas. It must be a welcome relief from pumpkin spice. Oh no, lattes. I, you know, there's actually pumpkins. I. This is. I just thought of this. Every morning when I walk my dog, um, I have a trail through the woods, and Allie got rid of a few of the pumpkins that were littering our property over the fall um, holiday season. And you know the deer are just chomping down on them pumpkins right now. Oh, they just—they're frozen in the woods, and they just—that's about. That's about. Yeah. See, other there's other That's creatures right. that like pumpkins and <laughs> <There's> other creatures. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Okay, dear. <laughs> oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so what do we got going hey, on? Nice shirt. Yeah. Wait well, well, a minute. Now that you say What's it. going on here? Now that you hey. say it. Hmm. How about that merch? That Come on, somebody. Drip. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey, go hey, ahead. Oh, hey. and oh. I, listen, I wasn't Ouch. bringing that white mug back on here today. Uh, I, I don't know. I really do. I feel terrible. By the way, I'm gonna need purse from the audience. These things are selling like <coughs> wildfire. Wow. What does wildfire sell like? Fast, hot. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. That's... So, what's the plan? What are we doing for our Christmas show? This is show prep. We're just doing show prep here. What are we? Uh, we could do a guest. What do, what do you, yeah, what would you guys like to do? Let's, Let's just call just, somebody. We could do something different. Cold turkey. You know, call them. In just, true Christmas form, cold turkey. Cold. <laughs> 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 I'm on we the all, dad jokes today. I'm we sorry. always have the debate uh, of whether or not someone is even listening to this episode, right? Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving We and said Christmas. that at Thanksgiving, but you know, Thanksgiving charted pretty good. They... They still love us. They yeah. do. They still love us. But yeah. Um, yeah. Let's call somebody. Who do you want to call? Let's call Wade Townley. Let's call him up. Wade Townley. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. He's probably in a Bible study right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Boy, is this going to be a trip. Better answer his phone. He's not going to answer. Probably can't find his phone. We need Jessica. We need to call Jessica. Let's call Jessica. Yes. It might not be charged. Hello. You've reached the voicemail of Wade Townley. Oh, we got radio interference going on somewhere, but I'll cut that down for now. You want to give him another one? Let me try him again. 
Where's he at? This is like him, though, when you're trying to get a hold of him, right? Yep. Yep. This is like him. Hey, maybe I should play some uh, <laughs> Christmas music in the background here. Good day, my friend. Oh, oh, hey, hey. This is uh, this is this is Derek from Social Security. Am I talking to Wade Townley? <laughs> I, uh, you're, you're you're talking to Ricardo. I think you're talking to Derek. <laughs> Ricardo. <laughs> we need to that talk to Richard you about Wade some, some outstanding <clears throat> payments. Do you have a moment? <laughs> yeah, well. Well, my Sounds voice. Like we're in pole or something. Yeah, my voice is. Let's. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> this is your favorite podcast co-host. Oh, uh, it sounds like you joined the Convo uh, podcast. Oh, oh, oh hey, what? Here. What podcast? <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a Convo. <laughs> Convo episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. That's great. Yeah, that's really good. He put that back on the radar again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Man, how are how are things um how are things in Brewer, Maine? Well, you know, it feels a little bit like the North Pole today. North Pole. I think it's uh, warmed up to warmed up to around thirty-two degrees, so we it should be in pretty good shape. Bro, that's cold. It's cold. Wow. Yeah. Any snow? Uh, no. We had about ten inches here the other day, but um, looks well. I, I see a spot about a foot by one by one. Uh, the rain has come and washed all 10 inches of snow away. Wow. So you're keeping that one area for the landing strip for Santa Claus? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to have to bring it in that pretty tight. Strip is for me to, that one strip is for me to slip and fall on. And <laughs> This, this Santa can't get the chimney. It's got to go through the front door, I promise you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Well, Merry Christmas from Kingdom Speak. And the same to my dear brethren. Yes, sir. It's so good to hear from you all on Christmas morning. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. The Friday before Christmas. What a gift. What a gift. Truly gift. Well, hey, I thought since we were talking gifts, I would tell you of one of my uh, greatest gifts this year. Tell us. My fellow, uh, yeah, my fellow companions gave me no credit for it, but I I tell you, my fellow (laughs) podcasters, I gave them a great gift this year. Oh, really? I remember, yeah, I think it was back in July, some of my friends laughed at me because I was a name dropper. Oh, oh yeah, yes. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and 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 we had a wonderful 
Christmas gift and Bishop Holmes coming on the podcast. Yeah, and I sure just did. wanted to remind my friends oh, that here we go. name dropping. You didn't just name drop. You I, delivered. I, you backed it up. Going, I thought that was worth at least a bomb drop right there. Oh, oh well, we'll give you a bomb. We'll give you a bomb in celebration. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> So you're taking credit for the Bishop Holmes landing? Is that what you're? Is that what I'm hearing right now? You're taking credit for that? Oh no, oh no! I wouldn't want to infer that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bro, that was an episode. That that one is still blowing up. Man, hey, I I was going to ask you how's that one going? It's yeah, it's lit. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Probably, probably one of our top three, I would say. Yeah, we yeah. still, we're still getting. Uh, oh yeah, request for the book. <laughs> yeah, we're still giving away them books from Bishop Holmes. <laughs> I, I don't know. If, I don't know if he's going to regret making that offer or oh, not. Oh man, it's a lot of books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not meaning the name drop or anything, but we might just help you out on that if you need some of those books. Yeah. So uh, where, are you feeling like dropping another name today just in <laughs> preparation for 2024? Do you got something else for us where we should head? You, you guys, I, you know, I. what if we tried to get Bishop Odom and Bishop Holmes on the same podcast? Wow. Ooh. Like at the same table? And Bishop Killer. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Goodness, goodness! I don't know if we That's can handle too it. Too much greatness. That's just too much greatness in one room. Right and there. and you as the producer, right? Yeah. You got to be in the producer's chair. No, 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 no! Just the observer and name dropper. You, <laughs> you could. You don't want Pastor Townley. You can kick me off the show anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Did you apologies for doing that the other day? I am so sorry. Oh, oh yes! Oh. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. What an apology. Wow. That was beautiful. Wow. You know, the, the Christmas brings out the best in all of us, doesn't it? <laughs> I have a gift for you. Sit over here on the right hand. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. One on the right, right. one on the yeah. left. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my friend, um, we are doing this, <clears throat> this little uh, more radio style call in today and I just wanted to touch base with you and we're gonna call in a few more people. But what you got something you want to leave with us, like a favorite Christmas memory, story, inspiration, um, just something to leave with the audience before we sign off. You know what? I would like to give a shout out to a person that's by a Merry Christmas to Sister Juliana. Would that be okay? Can I do that? Of course. Absolutely. Answer that question. So, Absolutely. Right, so I just wanted to give her a special Merry Christmas year. And she's to be married here in a little bit. We're excited for her. And uh, so that was my special acknowledgement there it is. to her. There it is. You know what? I, I, there it is. I look back over uh, Christmas times and, you know, of course, you know, as a child, you're, you're more into the... Uh, gifts and things of that mm -hmm. nature and I look back and I see uh, I, you know the times my mother made uh, sacrifices uh, mm -hmm. for uh, gifts but I you know my family wasn't wealthy enough to uh, 
to have a lot of extras. So Christmas really for us was things that probably needed all year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when they would uh, provide, you know, we get everything from furniture. But I remember a few years that my dad got some special gifts. And uh, I guess some of the funny ones was my dad got my brother Jim and I boxing gloves. And that was the most, that was the worst. <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> we, 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 we had no referees. So you imagine? That was the best of times and the oh, worst of times. Two boys in Louisiana boxing time. it out. <laughs> and so those were, uh, that, was, that was some of the funniest or the worst gifts that you can get your child. Boxing gloves. It's hard to wrap your brain around that. But I got a question. Yes, sir. How long has it been since you've used those between you and your brother? How, how long has that been? Oh, we're going to vote verbal barring. It's a lot less intrusive. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could still take you, though. I think he's. I think he's got it. You know, his what he would do is he would get me down and put his knees on my elbow, and I, my arms would be flat, and he would hold me down. That's the. I think that's why I've got this cub. Claustrophobia thing right now. That's not boxing. That's like wrestling. Yeah, that's like martial arts. (laughs) Yeah, that's abuse. 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 (laughs) Wow. That's my Christmas Wow. That's so traumatic. What a situation. Wow. You know, in in the uh, in the last uh, the last years, as far as the you know, my wife and brother. Really, Brother Odin and Sister Odin uh, really were big Christmases as well. She laughs at me uh, when I first started decorating uh, Sister Odin's tree. It was terrible. She laughed. They, I had their, I had the pencils and the, uh, you know, when we were growing up, it was the, it was the uh, silvery. Um, uh, how would you describe that? Pencils, you know, it's like them long rope things. Yeah, and then I had stars all over it. I had camels all over the tree. So camels Lord help her tree first. Uh, yeah, everything. It's you know, if I was picking tree. someone to yes. decorate a Christmas tree, I don't think it would be you. I'm oh, just saying. Be... <laughs> camels. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> camels. I'm. I'm trying to get a mental image of camels hanging on a tree. Uh, <laughs> oh. Hang them from the be under the tree. The gifts were supposed to be under the yeah. tree. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know what? And then uh, getting married and uh, watching my uh, my wife's family, uh, really, you know, I, I would say that those were... Uh, you know, our time of Christmas really is about uh, getting up in the morning, reading the Bible passage, reading, the, uh, reading, and then spending time together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just looking, and I threw my pictures the other day, and my brother McKillop, I saw where you guys had come down, and uh, we'd had uh, Christmas together, so I was reminiscing some of our, our personal times together. We're close enough that we get to spend special holidays together like that. Yes, and so the truth 
is is uh, with all the business hubbub and gifts and all that we uh, put the season in its setting. Really, it's that friendship, it's that family, mm-hmm. it's that time of togetherness that makes a difference in our lives. We're able to slow down. For us, it's a personal reset time that we we feel justified in taking a week off and, and we stand in paper and it's really uh, setting the course or enacting the course that we've chosen for the next year. And that's what Christmas has become uh, to us. And of course, these times, Christmas, you miss your mother, you miss the loved ones that are not there. Mm. And uh, it's because of the great memories that you made with them and you realize it's hard to remember one gift that uh, my mother-in-law uh, gave me. It's hard to uh, you know, remember a gift even that my mother gave me. I can pull up some you know, small things that I remember, but most importantly, it was their presence at, mm. at, at that special time that made the difference. And so, uh, well, I'm honored that you call and ask uh, me to just reminisce. I feel like Brother O.C. Morrow right now, just rumbling. It is. It is. We got the fire on the background. Yeah. Okay, one more question. (laughs) Here's the hardest question. What's your favorite Christmas song? If you can turn on one song, what is it? Well, can I give you my favorite one for this year? Is that okay? Yeah, let's hear it. My favorite Christmas song from this year is down from his glory. Ah, yes. That's the, so good. That That's the greatest gift right there. Yeah. Have you? Uh, yeah. What's the words to that? Down from his glory. Ever. Uh, living, story. living story. Living story. Mm-hmm. My God, my Savior, King. Uh, and Jesus was his name. Is that, is that right? Born yeah. in a manger. Born in a manger. To his, his own, a stranger. To his own, a stranger. Yeah. A man of sorrows, tears, and agony. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Now you want to talk about a gift. To That's the gift. A, stranger. a yeah. man of sorrows, tears, and agony. What conversation, dissension, I'm sorry, bringing us redemption mm-hmm. that in the dead of night not one faint hope in sight god gracious tender lay to slide his splendor stooping to woo to win to save my soul mm. oh how i love him yeah how i adore him my breath my sunshine my all in all the great creator became my savior and all god's fullness dwelleth in him. Mm. This is a verse that gets him as well without reluctance. <clears throat> Flesh and blood his substance. He took the form of man and revealed the hidden plan. Oh glorious mystery, mm-hmm. sacrifice of Calvary. And now I know that thou art the great I am. So that's my favorite Christmas song. Awesome. Uh, it's been been a uh, quite a strength in this uh, Christmas season. So, well, y'all going to get me crying now. Well, <clears throat> Merry Christmas to you and the fine folks in Brewer, Maine. Yes, sir, and the same to my dear 
friends north of the border. Love you guys. Hey, and I, I just do want to say I'm so proud of uh, what you guys have done in the last three years. You're at the top of the chain. Y'all just keep up the good work, and uh, hopefully Santa will bring you all some great, wonderful gifts this year in the form of <laughs> hey, listen, the Bible. How about that? <laughs> listen, I don't have much faith in hey, Santa, hey, will, but if you want to fill in, you feel free. Man, <laughs> I, I can send you my list. You just you just let the spirit hey. use you. I won't even make you grow a beard. Hey. Just bring it. Praise. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm, not quite, I'm not quite the I'm not I'm not quite the Viking Santa. I, I just don't do that too well. But uh, you know what? I would like to give a give a plug to everyone who may be wanting to do something special for that loved one. And if you'd let me kind of give a plug here. Mm-hmm. Find them a Bible. Get somebody a Bible this year and make that your number one gift that you give this year. The Word, it's eternal. And so give them the greatest gift. Give them the, the Bible. Praise God. That's my shout out. Uh, that's awesome. Love you. Thank you for being with us. Merry Christmas. Hey, I love you, friends. God bless. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. There he goes. There he is. We're getting ready to bring somebody else in. Okay. Who we got on the line? Let's see if people can figure it out because this is going to be a first. Okay. This is going to be a first. Okay. Let's give it a call. Happy holidays. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Man. My, my Canadian friends. Absolutely. Now, we didn't introduce you to the audience. We told everybody they had to figure it out, so you're going to have to do a little more talking. It's a Christmas gift. Who is it, folks? Oh, a little more talking. Yeah. That voice doesn't sound like it's had enough coffee yet. You know, this voice is four weeks removed from bronchitis. Hallelujah. Oh. I think I got it right now, so how about that? Yeah, sympathy things. (laughs) (laughs) If you have not uh, picked up on it yet, we are being joined by Pastor Tim Haddon. Hey, check it out. Everyone loves him. Come on, somebody. Great to be with you. Hey, man. Great to be with y'all. How are things going in uh, Oregon? They're going incredible. Um, you know, the good thing is nothing's being burned down anymore. Oh, but, that's uh, good. Going good. Wow. That's, that's, that's nice. good. That's yeah. a step in the right direction. Yeah. You know, so, you know, one thing about starting a church in Portland is at least that you know there's always going to be a fire somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, hey, man, we're doing something kind of literally off the cuff, and um, I know this this may come as a shock to some of our listeners, but we don't record this stuff at, on Friday. No, and, and, it's not and upload Friday. It. So it's not Friday, and it's not 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, Atlantic time. We're recording this 
And it is, if I'm correct, 6.30 in the morning for you. <laughs> is that right? It is. 6.36. <laughs> Praise God. So somebody had to get up early and uh, gargle some uh, some coffee pretty quick to be ready for this show this morning. Yeah, yeah. Boy, friends like you calling this early, what, what do I do in life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you why... Uh, why I wanted to reach out to you, Brother Head, and we're, we're just reaching out to three or four folks for this show, and it's going out um, the Friday before Christmas. But you posted just in the last uh, couple of days an article, and when I seen it on your social media, um, it, it got my attention, so the clickbait worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You um you yeah. to, you told me to stop saying that God did not. You to, told me to stop saying that God robed Himself in flesh. Yes. What's the deal, yeah. bro? Why why are you so touchy about that? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I had a conversation with my wife, and she, that was kind of the statement she said: "Is like I get it, but but you know, what's the deal?" Um. I think this time of year is when we hear it the most sure. because we're celebrating mm-hmm. the, the incarnation. And I think growing up, you know, I grew up in this as many of you did. And we've heard that phrase uh, so many times, God robed himself in flesh. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And, and <clears throat> I, I think it was this, Christmas season, I heard it once again. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I had this kind of this categorical um, filing cabinet that of, of things that I've been working on for years. And it kind of pulled that back out. It's something that I've just been sitting on for a while. It's always kind of created a dissonance with me and, you know, never really dived into it. And I got into it uh, recently and I got to thinking, you know what? When we say God robed himself in the flesh, we're, we're actually not using a semantical error. We are inadvertently, and I don't charge anybody in Pentecostalism uh, with, a, with an intent, intentional theological error, but it is a theological error mm-hmm. because God did not robed himself in flesh. I mean, the idea of being robed, we understand, do a quick search definition of robed, even biblically, uh, within Hebrew or Greek context, it's to put on a garment, which implies a temporary covering, something Mm -hmm. that we hide our nakedness with, or we dress ourselves up as an appearance. Right. And so when you have John 1.14, the incarnational theology, which is, you know, 1 Timothy 3.16 says that, hey, without controversy, great, great is yes. the mystery of godliness. So I think we all agree that it's, it, it, it is a tremendous mystery. You know, God became flesh, but there's the key word. There it is. God became flesh. Yes. And so when we say robed, we are theologically distancing ourselves from a really powerful revelation in Scripture, and that's what makes Calvary so powerful, 
is that he became flesh, genome, meaning to become. Mm-hmm. So God did not merely indwell the mm-hmm. body of man. It wasn't a shell that he put on, mm-hmm. um, but, but he became a human being. He was made of a woman, and that Greek word, I believe, is ek, which means out of. He was made out of a woman. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so through this, it's the only way in which God, according to Hebrews 2.16, can become of the seed of Abraham. Yes. And so when you really start tethering this, um, you know, I started really getting down into it. Again, nobody really means bad when they say it. Nobody's considering what they're saying. But there are a lot of false doctrines that would, and this is where it causes me to kind of come to a screeching halt, there are a lot of false doctrines on the incarnational premises of, 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 of God becoming a man that would actually enjoy the language of God robed himself in flesh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. For example, uh, certain elements of divine flesh theology. That's just what I was going to ask. Absolutely. Um, there's also, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but there's um, Nestorian views of Christ, which in 8451, I believe, <clears throat> it was condemned uh, by uh, the early Catholic Church. Uh, there's all these different ideologies that have tried to grapple with the incarnation that would really actually enjoy utilizing the word robe because it distances that union between God and man, or God and humanity. And we as oneness apostolic Pentecostals understand that God was 100% man while being 100% God. He was right. holy God. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so I've made that mistake before. Oh, oh absolutely. I, well, that's what, that's what got my attention is, I mean, I've, I've made that as well. Uh, that's, that's a very common... Yeah expression and that's why when i read that i was like whoa 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 i gotta check this out let's yeah. just call him up at 6 30 well, in the morning and confront him about it yes. about that yeah confront me about it but <laughs> but i mean i don't know you guys you guys tell me um you know is it, is it are, are we is it uh, is it in a sense majoring on something that's merely semantics or you know, from your viewpoint, I mean, is it do do our words matter when it comes to the incarnation? Oh, mm-hmm. I definitely believe they matter for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what? Yeah. Um, one one of the things when I read the article that really stood out to me, Brother Haddon, was the your closing statement. He became flesh. God was manifested. In the flesh, the flesh didn't hide God; it revealed God. What a what a statement! Whoa, boom to that. Listen yeah. to that. That's good. That was good. Yes. Boom. Yes. You and were- that is the key, because a robe, a robe would be something that would hide. That's that's. So when we go to, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Yep. John 1.14, the word became flesh. And what, what, what does it say following that? We beheld. Right. His glory. glory. Yes. Yes. And if God had merely robed himself in a shell, it would have hidden the God. That's so good. But that mm. flesh, because he was 100% man and 100% God, that flesh did not hide God. It revealed God. It manifested God. Yes. And to me, the, the whole... Yeah, but, the the whole the whole uh, discussion of the incarnation, to me, is number one it carries enough weight just in the fact that God became flesh, okay. But yes. the yes. the application to me today that I think is often lost on people is that the incarnation needs to be something that happens again and again and again. In my life, the word needs to become flesh. Not something yeah. that I just put on, but something that I become. Yes. And so yes. when, when we, we preach the word, yeah. we want there to be an incarnation again. We're, we're fleshing him out. That's it. Literally. We, we, we are to flesh him out. That's it. That's it. And then, yeah. then the... And, and what does it say? We are living, living epistles? Yes. Yes. Well, and, and, and we, we are the, the mystical body of Christ. So again, yeah. we, we are not to hide him, but reveal him. Yes. Well, he was Emmanuel at the incarnation, God with us, and post-Pentecost, he's God in us. Woo! Yes, he is. And now it becomes our responsibility to flesh out or to manifest that self-same God yes. within the body of Christ. Yes. And, and we, don't, we don't robe it. We don't cover it. It's not something we put on Sunday and take off Monday. Mm. So good. It's something we manifest. Listen, you're, you're going yep. to have to slow it down a bit because they're going to be choking on their turkey. Turkey for Christmas? Man, it's got to be ham. No, get oh. out of here. Turkey. Turkey. Okay, turkey. Okay, now I know you guys do Thanksgiving a different day than we do. Yeah, we act, we act, Not just turkey. a different day. We do it first. <laughs> you <did>. Turkey. <laughs> turkey is for, um, is for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> ham no. is for Christmas. No. No. <laughs> Turkey is for both holidays. Ham, no, no, ham doesn't belong in our holidays. Here, here's no, another semantical no, difference. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have we Because we remember we remember the power that Jesus had over the, the over the legion. Okay. By cooking those hams. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Come on. <laughs> oh, we are in it right that's now. what that's what we call that's what we call a serious contextual gymnastics. Yeah, I guess was, it is. That was that, just, that, that might not even be gymnastics, <laughs> it might be contortion. That might be I call that hermeneutical malpractice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Malpractice. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, go I, enjoy I your ham. I don't have insurance for that. <laughs> well, I will. I will take a picture. Yeah, and yeah. I will, uh, you tag, tag us in it. You do it. You do it. Yeah. I will. I will. Hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on to talk about this. And I know it's early, but um, thank you. And, and we want you to have a Merry Christmas. You guys all do the same. God bless. Awesome, man. Have a good one. Ham. No way. Can you guys honestly imagine sitting down at Christmas and eating ham? No, come on. Okay. I know there's people out there that do it, but come on. Is is he is he uh, in the majority or is he No, there's no way. Minority. What, what's what's the statistics say? What percentage of people eat ham for Christmas? I want to say it's like 15%, I would say. You think? What do you think? Are we ready for the next one? Who do we got? Uh, Turkey's 32%. Ham is 8%. There it is. Turkey's 32. Ham is 8? Yeah. Hello? Man of God. Hey, hey. (laughs) Can you hear me? I gotcha. We can hear you. Now, we've we've not told our audience who this is. Oh, this is Brother Wales. Hey, oh. hey. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You guys doing well? We are doing awesome, man. So right about now, you're probably at the church praying. Is that what you'd be doing this morning? <laughs> well, I'm praying, but I'm not at the church. <laughs> Where are you at? So, something you? smells a little funny about this phone call. Where are you yeah. at, bro? Me and Davey, my son Davey. Yeah, is that the All guy right, who had the King right. to Speak socks on? Oh, oh, yeah, that is. He's sitting right here with me, we dude. Have, we have a lease out here in Texas, in Marble Falls, Texas. Okay. Actually, it's a little town, not even town, called Blowout, Texas. Blowout, Texas. Pretty cool story. <laughs> Pretty cool story behind that. But a bat cave. There's there's bat caves in Texas, and there's one on this property. Yeah, about two hundred fifty thousand bats come out of it every night during the summer praise god and well years ago the story was that lightning struck or and the indian threw a torch in there one of the stories is true and it blew up the, the bat guano in there blew up and blew the side of this mountain that's why they call it blowout but <laughs> oh. we got a hunting club out here yeah cool pretty cool stuff so you're hunting you're hunting right now at christmas time yeah so we're you're hunting. We, you're my, um, you're praying and praying at the same time. Uh, yeah, we were uh, praying. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. What we you're... were praying. We, my my son just actually just missed. He had a big ten point Ooh. at twenty yards. Oh, man. let's all have we a word. It. Let's we all have a word of prayer yeah. for Davy. Keep yeah, it up, there was Davey. two or three bucks in there. And Is he shooting? It's hard to get drawn. shooting with a gun or a bow. What are you guys hunting with? Oh, uh, he's shooting with a bow. Yeah, we have killed him better than a brick with a gun but, cool. or a crossbow. <laughs> he shoots. A, he's ten years old. He shoots a real compound bow. And Come on, Davey! Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, he killed one with it last year. Yeah, he's he's quite a deal. He's a little bit quiet. He's probably not as excited about talking. Now, as he would have been if he had killed him. Yeah, that's all right. Listen, when he gets it, when he gets it, then you just you send us the picture, and we'll make sure we put it we'll out. Post on, it up, yeah, on Kingdom Speak, so we'll that everybody we'll knows 
that Davy yeah. delivered. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a rifle back at the cabin that if we have to, we'll go get. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Escalate it. Yeah. Yeah. They got a little longer yeah. arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're we're doing something a bit uh a bit different for this Christmas episode. And we're yeah. just reaching out to some of our friends and letting them kind of give us some of their favorite memories of Christmas and insights. So what's what's some some Zach Wells family traditions and memories that make Christmas what it is. Man, Christmas is my favorite time of year. Mm. Um, growing up, I, we had big families. Like my my parents' families were both big families, so we had a lot of uh, Christmas traditions. Couples, you know, grandparents to go to, and. My mom and dad are both passed now. And my dad and mom both died young. My dad was 56. And my mom was 61. So Christmas is a lot different now. Mm-hmm. But um, So we're building our own traditions with our family. But sure. growing up was uh, one of the most redneck parts of Christmas was was probably my favorite. We um, So when you're when you grow up in the country, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh pretty much ever somebody gets a new gun for christmas you know <laughs> or or a lot of sh- or new shells or something you know so yeah at my grandmother's my my mom's mom um we would have breakfast on christmas morning every year and uh after we finished breakfast all the cousins and uncles and there'd be 40 people at at breakfast you know it's a big wow. family and we would all we would all go outside and get the uh, guns, shoot, shoot guns. Yeah. <laughs> shoot guns. I'll probably get you guys canceled by talking about guns. Uh, <laughs> no, no, this is good. This is yeah. good. <laughs> that was a big Christmas. That was it. We would shoot guns for an hour or two. And, uh, cops got called on us a few times that they would come and shoot with, us. they would come shoot with us. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, a fun, that's a fun tradition. And obviously just family, man, we ate, you know, just getting together with all your cousins. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, Good times. Absolutely. Family is yeah. the most important part of Christmas. You eat, a, you eat a turkey, you eat ham. You know, we ate ham. We, oh, we did turkey no. a lot. A lot. At, I mean, we did Thanksgiving big turkey. Uh, but, you guys, uh, no. You can't eat ham, ham at Christmas. Ham. No, you can't. But man, you know what? Usually, but that wasn't the main part. Most of the time, for like breakfast, that it was it was fried backstrap was the main. Oh yeah, oh, oh, no. you get me yeah. on that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Ham is just what you have. That way, nobody goes hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you feed to the people that you don't tell you have backstrap. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, the visitors and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, they showed up. Hey, we got some ham here if you'd like some. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, yeah, you're a... Yeah, you, my grandmother would make uh, homemade biscuits and gravy for ooh, breakfast. Hallelujah. Boy, I could do that. It was legit. Yeah. But I grew up, man, we had a... We ate, we ate every, every Monday night at my grandmother's. So we... I mean, we ate big and stuff on Christmas, but I mean, we ate all the time. You know, she mm-hmm. would cook turkey and dressing in August. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. matter to her. She, you know, yeah, we had a 
you know, Christmas at my mom and dad's house, we would always open our presents on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. late at night. It was always special. Just me and my brother and sister and my mom and dad. But um, nowadays, Christmas is just, you know, it feels like it comes around a lot faster when you're the guy paying for all the presents. <laughs> that, 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 that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Makes yes. you appreciate what they did for you guys, right? Yeah, when you're growing up, you, you, it feels like Christmas just takes forever. Yeah, when you're when you're when you're an adult, it feels Boy, like it we just did up. it last <laughs> week. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you guys Are you guys snowed in up there yet? You know, we we were rescued yesterday by about what fifty millimeters of rain. <laughs> yeah, we were snowed it in. It warmed then. up, and we lost all of our snow. Oh wow. So we're okay with that because we we do understand it will come back. I think I may go play nine holes of golf after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I can see grass again. <laughs> oh, that that'd be good. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, hey, we it, it, would would Davey want to have anything to say? He needs to he needs to yeah, at least it, be heard. Yeah, he he. I don't know. He he's not a big talker anyway, and no. he's probably a. He's probably a little down on himself right now. Uh, oh, listen. listen, Davey, you're the bomb. Don't don't let that one shot get you down. He's, he's laughing real hard. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's good. It's it's good to miss every now and then. It is. Yeah, it is. He hasn't missed. He hasn't missed in a long time, and so you know, two if, years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, you hear that? Two years ago. If you were the bomb, you probably wouldn't have missed, actually. You'd have just blown them to smithereens. That's right. (laughs) I know one thing, Davey. There's nobody that I've seen that has any nicer socks than what you wear. That's a fact. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. Merry Christmas, buddy. He started a trend in the church, I think. Four or five guys have got Kingdom Speak socks now. (laughs) That's it, man. You be the trailblazer. That's right. Hey, we... uh, Cool deal, man. We sure appreciate you fitting us into your hunting time. Hey, man, we we got down just to come... I mean, you guys ought to be feeling really special. I got out of a deer stand to come. To call you Bro. to answer your call. Praise God. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty, pretty amazing. That's that pretty intense. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's not listening. Uh oh. Oh, she will be. She will Uh-oh. be. <laughs> hey, your episode is still, still echoing and reverberating, man, from earlier this year. So, thank you for coming on. Well, man, we, we were blessed by it. It was fun time. Awesome. Cool. I enjoyed the one brother Holmes did, man. Wow. Isn't that awesome? How cool is that? Incredible. Incredible. That's the that's a cool thing, man. It sure is. It sure is. Well man, we're excited. We're still we're uh, on a on a different note, we're almost in our building. We're about maybe maybe a month from being in our new fellowship hall, Candle Life Band. Congratulations! About that, that is awesome. We were trying to be, trying to be in before Christmas, but the fire marshal backed us off for two months. You know how those things go. Oh yes, oh yes. 
Well, man, that that's awesome. Congratulations. Well, I appreciate. It. So, who all have, who all have been been on already today? Oh, so we've had Wade Townley, uh, Tim Haddon, yourself, and we're getting ready to call Bishop Odom. Oh man, that's yeah. a pretty good company, right? It is so. Me that's, and Dave. Me and Davey. And you and Davey. That's it. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly it. He's the headliner. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't done much talking. <laughs> that's all, ju- just being here, Davey, is what it's all about. That's right. Boy, he's doing a lot of grinning. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, go get back in that tree stand and shoot a big yeah, one. Yeah, get that buck, Davey. We want to right, see that guys. picture. Thank you. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We'll shoot your picture. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He got, so he got awesome. out of the tree stand for us. Now that's saying something. I want to tell you something, That's man. a big that's deal. That's a record setter right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a record setter. Wow. So, okay, guys, do you do you think you think you, you ever hear the the adage that you could wake a man up in the night? Yeah. Plug him in, yeah. and he can preach. Oh yeah. All yeah. right. I reckon this can happen right here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, get ready. <clears throat> Hello, Brother McKillop. Praise the Lord, Bishop Odom. Hello, how Bishop. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine, and how about yourself? Man, we are doing great. Hello from Canada. Can you hear us okay, Bishop? Hello. I'm having a little difficulty right now. All right. Is that any better? Can we hear you? Can you hear us now? Give me just one moment. Let's try this just again. Not a problem. Don't get anxious because you know (laughs) if if I'm involved here, the problem is going to be on my end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yes, sir. I hear you perfect now. Good. We can hear you too. Awesome. Man. This is this is hello from the snowy north. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, I'll respond. Well, thank you. I'll respond from the beautiful sun-bathed deep south. Oh. Not a cloud in the sky. Oh. We are expecting a balmy 63 degrees today. So <laughs> hey, <sighs> wish you were here. Oh, you're making us wish. And you know what? We, you know what else would make it even better, Bishop? Is if. We had some of Mima's biscuits. Oh, I'm telling you, she's world class. Mm-hmm. She is blue ribbon. <laughs> she is the trophy runner. So I'm a blessed old man to have the world's greatest biscuit maker as my lifelong companion. Yeah, I got a feeling by the time we're done this call, he'll have some more biscuits. He's going to have some because more because <laughs> of that right there. <laughs> He's a learned man. Yes. So how has this Christmas season been treating you and me, Ma Bishop? Well, we're off to a great start. We're finally home after being on the road for something over two months and coming home to our to our house and being in our own private environment truly is a great gift from God. You know, we've been so busy that as far as the so-called commercialization of Christmas, it's at the bottom of our priority right now, but we do enjoy the season of being together 
and exchanging expressions of love to very special people in our life, primarily to our family and to other great, wonderful friends in our life. So we're doing good. We're in good health, and we're blessed by the presence of the Lord in our lives every day. So let me respond. What about the Christmas season way up north? We are doing well. It's been a it's been a busy time. We're uh, as you are apprised of, we're in our building program, and so uh, actually, I know we said the snowy north, but yesterday we we lost all of our snow. Now, when this is released closer to Christmas, we may have it back, but uh, we're we're actually enjoying a, a a mild kickoff to winter, and and we need that for our building to get closed up. So we're we're pretty grateful for that. So it's going good. Well, thank you very much for including me in your podcast today. And I know that you are one of the busiest men in the whole of the apostolic community in North America. But for you and your staff to take time and to record a special edition in memory of and commemorating the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Brother McKillop, I want to applaud and compliment you all for this very special effort. Well, we we sure appreciate you being willing, and I know it was kind of a short notice because this was an idea that kind of just fell on uh, on us yesterday, and so we are just delighted to have you with us and would like for you to just speak to us uh, about whatever you feel about what makes Christmas so special to you and what should make Christmas special to all of us. I would be delighted to do that. And, of course, to encapsulate uh, my opinions and many years of gathering thoughts and truly inspirations about this time of the year, it's quite a challenge, but understanding that you have other speakers that are involved, and I give them credits for their insights about the season also. On my part, I personally think that the Christmas season is one of the three major events that can ever be recorded and talked about in the history of mankind. Now, I'm not diminishing from other great events such as the creation in Genesis chapter 1, God's presence and visitation with his people in the Old Testament, the people of Israel. But the the birth of Jesus Christ was a turning point in the history of man, and this was a fulfillment of prophets' prophecies of the coming of the Christ child. Now, the other two events that I think also are equally important, because without the birth of Christ, you can't have the other two, and that is 33 years, or approximately 33 years after his birth, Hmm. which was a beautiful time. He suffered a very horrible, horrible death at Calvary. But he said something to Pontius Pilate, the governor representing the state of Rome in Judea. He said to him, for this cause came I into the world, and that was to die. So he was born with a mission. And then the third great event will be the final of it all, and that will be the end of the age, and the second coming of Jesus Christ, this time not to be born and placed in a manger, but riding back on a white horse as King Mm. of Kings and Lord of Lords. 
Brother McKillop and to your staff and to others that will be listening to this podcast, this great drama of the birth of Jesus Christ is truly one of the great dramatic stories of the entire Bible. It's the rarest of the beautiful stories that God has given to us. Mm. To me, there's nothing else in the entire Bible that compares to this beautiful heavenly presentation. And the most beautiful thing about it all, this magnificent drama of the birth of Jesus Christ, this was written and directed by the Almighty God himself. Oh, yeah. And the coming of Jesus Christ into the earth was not just a once-in-a-lifetime event, but in total accuracy. It was a once-in-a-all-time and eternity performance. And it, of course, took thousands of years of man's time for this to come to pass, according to Bible mathematics. The time spent in planning the great dramatic birth of Jesus Christ took approximately 4,000 years. Mm. It all began in the Garden of Eden when the Lord God said to the serpent, I will cause enmity to come between you and the seed of the woman. Now, you're going to bruise his head, but he's going to bruise your heel. That's approximately 4,000 years later, and Genesis 3.15 was actually fulfilled, at least the beginning of the fulfillment, in the initial and earlier chapters of the books of Matthew and Luke that gives us more comprehensive information about the birth of Christ. Perhaps, Brother McKillop, most of my comments will be about who are the great dramatic performers, and I don't use that term to reflect on actors because this was not just an act. It was not a theatrical performance. But it's interesting, the people that God chose to use to put on the big stage of the birth of Jesus Christ. And when we talk about who those were, believe it or not, the serpent is on that big stage. Secondly, there was a Caesar of Rome by the name of Augustus that's on that big stage. And then the trusted emissary messenger of God, Gabriel, is there. I call him a preacher, but to be more accurate, he was participating in the priesthood order at the time that the whole thing was being announced. Mm. This man's name was Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist. And then there's Mary, a virtuous young maiden, and then the man to whom she was espoused. What a great man he was. He, too, is on the big stage. And then there's many others. There's the shepherds of Bethlehem. And then there's the innkeeper, and then there's the unsuspecting entire nation of Israel. Mm. So if mm. I can take a few breathless moments and just to make a description here, I promise you to redeem the time to give honor to your other guests that have already spoken. The serpent. He had a notorious reputation, and he truly was nothing but a hypocritical actor. You know, he deceived the woman to take the forbidden fruit. But 4,000 years later, there was a woman that took the place of that failing woman, Eve, by the name of Mary, who was virtuous, a young maiden. It was not the forbidden fruit, but the Bible says, Blessed be the fruit of thy womb, and the fruit was the birth <laughs> of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well. I know that Eden carries the high reputation as being the paradise garden of God. 
But even in that little lonely manger in the small community of Bethlehem, that birth site and scene was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful garden. Now, how does the Caesar of Rome come into play? Well, this tyrannical dictator, he taxed the whole world, but little did he know that he was a pawn on the chessboard of God's time and eternity Mm. to cause the young mother who was heavy with child to fulfill the prophecy of Micah centuries earlier when Michael said that the Christ child would be born in Bethlehem, Ephrata, least among the princes of all Israel. Now, Caesar taxed the whole world because of his greed for money. But when that Christ child was born, he came to pay the debt of our taxes, (laughs) of our sins, Mm. and he was our ransom. So he's the central figure. The archangel Gabriel spoke to a preacher, let me clarify that, a priest by the name of Zacharias, and told him that he and his wife would bring forth a son. Now, that was stunning. They were well up in their years and age, and she, Elizabeth, was past the age of biological childbearing. And of all the people that was in this great drama, the preacher, the priest, is the one that doubted. Yeah. The serpent never yeah. doubted what God said in Genesis 3.15, not one time. Now, Caesar was oblivious to how he was being a part of this. But when I remember the beautiful prophets of the Old Testament, they never doubted their prophecy concerning the coming of the Christ. I think it's Isaiah that you know, gives us the most beautiful terms. For unto us a child is born, unto us us a son is given. He also said in another text that a virgin shall bring forth a, a son and call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah never doubted those things. But of all the people that was a participant in this great, beautiful moment, the ministry, the minister, the priest, Zacharias, doubted. And for the next some nine months, he was speechless yeah. until God loosed his tongue to call the name of the young baby that was to be known as the messenger of the Christ child. Mary, this is a beautiful story. Mary, a young, unmarried maiden, yet being a spouse to Joseph, her husband, they had not come together for cohabitation. And the Lord God sent Gabriel to say to her that you're chosen, and the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, and that which is conceived in you will be the Son of the Highest. Now, we do talk about the miraculous birth of Jesus, and that is accurate. But actually, it was the miraculous conception when the shadow of the Holy Spirit overshadowed this virtuous little woman. Now, you know, Brother uh, McKillop, and to your staff, and to all that are listening to me today, Mary is so unique in so many ways. For nine months, she carried the Son of God in her womb. But 33 years later, not in a manger, but in an upper room, the one that she carried for nine months in her womb came deep into her soul and her spirit, and she was filled with a baptism of the Holy Ghost. And she never Joseph, had to let him go again. Come. That's exactly right. Isn't that a marvelous thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's his will, my brother, that he fills us, body, soul, and spirit. So when I think about Christmas, you have to give credits to Joseph. 
Joseph was an extraordinarily honorable man. He desired to spare embarrassment to Mary because obviously, according to the flesh, there was some fornication involved here until he had a dream. And in the dream, the Lord God said unto Joseph, Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy, thy wife. Well, that which would be born of her will be called the Son of God. Here's a man that is not much mentioned about him except the four dreams that he had. Number one, fear not to take Mary to be your wife. Number two, a dream was take this child and his mother to Egypt. Number three was to take him back to Israel. And number four, don't take him just back to Israel, but take him to Nazareth, Nazareth where he'll be called a Nazarene. Great, great performers or participants is a better word in the birth of Jesus Christ. And then there's the innkeeper that represents so many people today in the Christmas season. Hmm. Just don't have time, just don't have room for Jesus Christ in their life. But that's okay. Hmm. It didn't stop the fulfillment of prophecy. And how can I finish this without talking about wise men from the East, that they followed his star, and that star led them to Bethlehem, and when they found him, they first of all gave themselves to him and worshipped him as the king of Israel. But then they presented unto him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And this is not the last in this great, beautiful, beautiful, dramatic story of the birth of Christ. But then there were the shepherds, keeping watch or their flock by night, when suddenly an angel of God appeared unto them and said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. And then there was an anthem that was quoted by a host of angels that said, Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. So where are we in this great, beautiful story? Every one of us will have to become a part of one of these if we choose to. We can look forward to his second coming like the prophets looked forward to his first coming. We can present ourselves unto the Lord, not as a virgin mother like Mary, mm -hmm. but as one that will receive Christ Jesus deep into our lives. And then we may have the characteristics of an earthly father who little is said about in the Bible. Nothing is said about his life except he was a carpenter. We know nothing about his passing away, his funeral. He was used for the miracle of the birth of the Christ and to give him parental oversight in his young, formulative years. Or we can be like the wise men. Or we can be like the shepherds. On my part, Pastor, I still believe, and I quote the words of a beautiful song that we used to sing at this season, wise men still seek him today. Yes. And then finally, we as shepherds and as preachers, and perhaps if I can take advantage of the moment, let me speak to every preacher that's involved in listening to this podcast. These shepherds of Bethlehem were doing what their ancestors had done, for centuries, and that was just keeping watch over their flock by night. I say to every pastor, 
Just do those things faithfully. Keep a watch over mm. the people that you are responsible for. And as the Lord God appeared unto shepherds, now they didn't have gold and frankincense and myrrh as these opulent, wealthy, wise men from a far country in the East had. But they did say, let us make haste and go see this thing which has come to pass. The Christmas season, of course, especially here in North America, it's pencils, it's tingling little things, it's beautiful flashing lights, it's wintry scenes. Unfortunately, it's become a time of much commercialization. But what you're doing in this podcast, Pastor, you are reminding not just the apostolic church, but everyone, regardless of their denominal persuasion, that the real, real message of Easter is this. For behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel. In one of the dreams of Joseph, it was said that this person, this baby's life, was already orchestrated by the plan of God, and that was for one primary purpose, and he shall save his people from their sins. I'm overwhelmed with the nearness of the Spirit, and Pastor, like I told you in our preliminary conversation, it's impossible to encapsulate this great story in just a few minutes. So perhaps between your other guest speakers and my few rambling thoughts, that there will be an impact on your vast listening audience. What a beautiful season. Jesus Christ lives. Yes, Jesus Christ was born a king. So may God bless us all in Jesus' name. And again, thank you for letting me participate in this session. Oh, wow. Tremendous. That's, tremendous. That's incredible. Wow. I said when we were when we were calling you up, I, I mentioned to our audience that it is it's often been said, you know, when they hear someone preach, wake them up in the middle of the night, plug them in, and they can preach. I said, let's see how this goes. Let's call Bishop Odom and just see if he can deliver. <laughs> and guess what happened? He delivered. He delivered. He delivered. <laughs> well. You are abundantly kind to me, and you'll never know what you mean to the apostolic movement and your entire congregation in Plaster Rock. And to those great men that are assisting you in producing Kingdom Speak, may the Lord reward you for standing by the man of God that's leading you and that church in Plaster Rock. Well, they do, a, they do a tremendous job. I've got one question before we, before we leave. Uh, Wade Townley was our first call on this episode, and he he told a story about his his incredible um, tree decorating skills. Do you have anything you want to throw in on that? <laughs> well, you've got to understand that. Um, <laughs> Well, first of all, I better qualify what I'm going to say. We are told and taught not to have partiality toward anyone. But, you know, I've, honed, I've had him so much to be a part of my life and the life of my family. 
Brother Townley is the adoptive brother to my daughter, Lorinda, so I want to protect him here, but whatever <laughs> no, he said, okay. let me put the truth on the story. <laughs> the truth of the story is don't trust him when it comes to the real artistic ability of That's it. decorating. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome, Bishop. Thank you for oh. joining us today. I love you very much in Jesus' name, and Merry Christmas to Plaster Rock and Pastor and Sister McKellar. God bless you, Bishop. Love you. You had to know he was going to do that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> was that incredible? It's so awesome, man. It's unique. It's just, it's perfect. It's... So it's Christmas. You got to admit, this is, this is a, a bit, I don't think they saw this coming. I don't think so either. I think this is a pretty good gift for everybody. Yeah. Hey, it's guys. Been it's been fun. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Another great holiday season. And uh, Hey, Bill. You yeah. like our music? <laughs> hey, it's time to eat turkey. Hey, man. <laughs>